Mommy, you miss me, don't you? Haters, wish you could hit me, don't you? <laughs> you should call me uncle, I understand. I'm backed by popular demand. That new CL slide, outside of Popeyes, eating chicken and fries. Yeah, come holla at your uncle, I understand. Welcome back to the Popular Demand Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. Uh, this week we got the OVO ambassador, Tabor's with us this week. We got Dylan. Gang, gang. And we got Javon. What up, y'all? And we're going to talk about everything that we saw in hip-hop this week and in uh, the sports world, well, mostly basketball. But I guess we just start off with the thing that was one of the biggest stories of the week, but it was earlier in the week, and that was Pusha T's response to Drake. Murder. And we did And last week... <laughs> and last week, I didn't think that Pusha T... Well, I didn't think he was going to actually respond this fast. Because <laughs> usually... People take their time to respond to diss track. So, but Push T, he surprised me. And he released a scathing, a scathing diss track. And it's been five days? How many days to Boris? It's, it's day four. It's day four? It's day, it's day four of the Drake watch. And he is still not posting a response. Well, he did post one response. He posted, uh, to, I don't know if Javon saw it or Dylan. Drake posted a response on his Instagram page about saying that about the black face. Yeah, he was explaining why he was in blackface, but that was the only thing he responded to. Cause he got body. <laughs> so his ghostwriters out. So I wanna know this. What was y'all favorite part or y'all favorite lines from the disc? Steve Harvey suit. The Steve Harvey suit lad was wild as fuck though. That really was. Yeah. That left at five. I was like, bro, you ain't have to do that to that man, bro. Cause it was um. He said, monkey suit Dennis, you parade him. <laughs> them Steve Harvey suits made him. That was fine, man. Now, I saw that video of Pusha T uh, breaking down why he attacked Drake in that way. Yeah, because that's all it He said, why is he talking about? Why are you talking about my wife bringing the ring, letting the ring on me? Because like, oh, like, his dad, dad left him. him. I'm like, Pusha, you ain't good to my guy, man. <laughs> I'm like, hey. Pusha T really just sat there and thought that out. That's, that's some sociopath type stuff. That's anime. That's anime villain level types of uh, getting revenge. <laughs> I knew it would break you. <laughs> I knew it would attack you. Yeah, he knew it go. I mean, I feel like with the diss anyway, Drake had no business coming to the man's wife anyway. But hey, it's I mean, all, all fair is in beef. Yeah, all, all, all is fair. It's beef. all fair and beef. Think about it. How far? You brought, was, how, far yeah, how far Drake? Uh, how far was Pusha T gonna go since he said he got worse stuff? To he say got more to say. So I mean, how, how, if if he would have said something different, how bad would he have came back at Drake? Anyway? See. I don't think he would have, he probably would have, I think Pusha T has wanted to diss Drake for a long time, and because of that, he, I feel like he has like multiple diss tracks that he wants to do with yeah. different material, and I think he had this one as the most disrespectful one, like, oh, he takes anything on my family, this is what I'm going to do, mm. but what would he have done if he didn't ever bring up Vanessa, I don't know, but, Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. It's Virginia. Virginia yeah. Wait, her name's Virginia? Virginia Williams. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know he's from Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Drake, he could have easily dissed him, went back at him. He could, miss, he could mention Virginia, but he should have been prepared for the worst. For yeah. But, you know, Drake has been so used to just swinging down on people yeah. and them not being able to get back up that I'm pretty sure he thought, oh, I'm going to send this haymaker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate a whole song to Bushy T. That's going to be the end of it. He ain't going to ever send nothing back. But 
He was came wrong. Back for real. <laughs> You're wrong. He was wrong. Yeah. I, I feel like Meek tried to come back with the hype stuff. Like Drake did to him. He was going to come back. All right, I'm going to yeah. down. Yeah, Drake took, I mean, Meek with the Meek situation. Meek took long to respond anyway. Meek, yeah. He Meek. was too busy tweeting. And then it's like, it looked bad on his part. Because anyway. Meek wasn't prepared for a rap this. Mm, yeah. Meek did not think. I don't, Meek did not think Drake was going to go to the booth, record a diss, and send it. He did not think Drake was going to send another diss at yeah, his ass. A club banger, that. <laughs> I don't think Meek expected Drake to get that mad and just go directly at him. And then he was caught guard. He like, well, shit, now I got to go on the booth and write something. You know he wanted Quentin Miller to write for him. So mm-hmm. I was, that's one thing we didn't really talk about. Obviously, McMill has writers, too, because he was asking Quentin Miller to write for him. So I guess he had to take time to try to put together a song, but the problem is that he probably didn't know nothing else about Drake, so it was nothing to talk about other than him getting pissed on, but did nobody really care about Drake getting pissed on or Drake getting slapped by Diddy. Yeah, is it is it the same situation with Pusha? Was Pusha ready for the diss? See, I, that's what Pusha, I'm saying. Pusha Pusha, Pusha been on a diss Drake for a long time. I think so I, I think yeah, just throw it up. Just throw it up, Gershon. I feel like yeah, I think Pusha's known for a long time about this stuff about Drake. Cause I cause you know for one, Drake and Pusha both have deals with Adidas. So you know Pusha's in Adidas. So I feel like he knew about the Adidas line that Drake was gonna come out with. Also, I'm pretty sure he knew the reason behind the name as well, because it probably, you know, people within the organization know. So he knew this information. He was prepared to say all this stuff on the track. What were you trying to say, Javon? No, I was just saying, I feel like in this case, I feel like Pusha T is Drake at this point, and yeah. Drake is McMill. Because he really can't find anything. He flipped too. the switch. You got CBS. You got, you got CBS talking about this shit. You got, you got Bleacher Report. You got uh, ESPN, Sports Center. You got. All these pop culture outlets all making fun of Drake. Just like they were with me. Just yeah. like they were doing me. And we know, it is, and we know, like we're doing me. We're sitting there, say something, me. Get up. Like, say yeah, something get back. Up, Craig. Get up, Craig. But he wasn't, you know, but. I'm trying to open your eyes up for you, Drake. I'm waiting on it, man. I believe you're going to. I believe you're going to drop something. But hey, but I'm going to put the album too. Is it worth it, though? Is it worth it? I don't know. Is it like Meek at this point? Has he waited too late to come? No, no, no. It's not too late. not too late. But the problem is, Pusha T response. It's so it's so dirty. It's so detailed. It's too detailed. It's so dirty and detailed that in order to win, Drake has to sink to his level. And that's a lot. And, and you can't find it on him anyway. So it's like yeah. Pusha T said I don't have no skeletons in my closet. Only he said only thing he talked about is me selling coke, and I did that. So it's nothing else for him to say. And if he can't get anything worse than Drake, he gonna lose. I don't know if Drake can get anything worse than what Pusha T had on him. Drake is going to lose. He's going to lose. It's funny because Pusha T said that Drake has been going around asking people, <laughs> do they have any dirt on him? And he'll pay them $100,000. Cold cases. Tell he, you. First 48. He's coming. He's coming out. He ain't going to find shit yet. I mean, he ain't going to. If he don't find it in the first 48 hours. That's nothing to find. It's funny because he's offering $100,000 for somebody to give him information. I thought that was hilarious. And the fact that Pusha T brought it out, I thought that was even more funny. But, okay, Tabor, do you have a favorite line from the diss? I know. I, I, I mean, I don't have a favorite line because it was, I'm a, you know, I'm an Adam Drake fan out here. But, nah, but I feel like the, the most disrespectful line in there was the 40 line, fam. I didn't, the, which which the, one? The 666 six, six or the I'll, tick, tick, tick? That, the whole, the whole, all that. The whole, when he started it. OVO, OVO 40 looking like he ate it? Boy, man, that was disrespectful, man. But hey, I was fair and rap, I was fair and beef, so I mean, 
What about you, uh... Man, honestly, I can't even tell. This whole rap was just, like, this whole diss rap was just, like, a bunch of from low blows. Yeah, <laughs> like, from, it was from, just... Yeah, from beginning to end, yes. it was just straight punches. But just haymakers. Like, but in the middle, too, he's calling him a dead beat, dead beat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, like, <laughs> you're hiding a son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, he treated, he basically treated, he treated Drake like he ice, fam. Yeah. Like, you know, like all those, um, it was that that was like crazy timing because you know all them kids at the border yeah. just end up going missing. Mm-hmm. The U.S. government lost 1,500 kids. The U.S., I don't know how you lose that many kids, lose yeah. that many kids, yeah. but that's, that's funny hearing Drake being accused of <laughs> being, <laughs> being ice. <laughs> Alright, but then where where would this rank on y'all top beefs then? Because I mean, top beef has, has this entered like top beef? No, no, yeah, no. For me, for me, it hasn't entered top beef simply because we it's it's kind of it's it's kind of stopped so far. Yeah, we haven't got anything more than the yeah. Drake's first um, preliminaries. Basically. Yeah, preliminaries, the preliminaries. If Drake comes back and then Pusha come again. I could probably say it's where it ranks. Because there's a lot of beefs that have been spanning for like six years. This, right. this beef has been spanning for six years. Like Drake and, Drake and Push been going back and forth. For, for a years. long time. Yeah. Like little jazz and stuff. But, they but this is their first this, time this, like. Actually coming out and saying, yeah, what's up? So what? I wouldn't say this ranks that high in my all-time beefs. What's, what's your favorite all-time beef? Do you have one, Dylan? Man, I I mean, I do, but I don't. Because, I mean, there's a lot of beefs out there like, uh. Nas and um, Jay Z, yeah, it's not that and was fine. You got Tupac and Biggie, you got uh, 50 and uh, Jaru, Jaru, 50 and Jaru. They started back up on Twitter again, yeah, they did. I saw that, like, all it, like, Jaru trying to say relevant somehow. It's, some, it's like everybody got their own like signature beef, but like, I mean, what's your favorite? I mean, 50 on 50 on follow like 80 people though, yeah, 50 I'm gonna say, with all the 50 beats, all the 50 beef be hilarious. But you know what? I'm gonna stop you there. And so before the podcast, I got a, a list of disrespectful lines from different disses <laughs> in rap. And I'm gonna read y'all off. And I'm gonna want y'all to, on a scale of one to five, five being most disrespectful, one being like, hey, you could have kept that to yourself. <laughs> I want y'all to rank the disses. Alright, here's the first one. This is Gucci Man. When he was addressing um, T.I. Oh, no. T.I. Jeezy. Oh, G- he was Jeezy. Okay. He said, okay, I seen your interview too. You look so, you look, mm, damn, let me start over. Can't read my own writing. Damn, I really can't read my own writing. Okay, I got you. I seen your interview too. You look oh so stressed. I think nigga just mad because I fucked his ex. And I'm a big dog. He got a little boy complex. Go dig up your partner. Nigga, yeah. <laughs> nigga, oh, yeah. can't say shit. <laughs> it, it, so basically, Gucci killed Jeezy, best friend, and then told the nigga go go dig him up. <laughs> if you miss him so bad, <laughs> bro, it, that's right. It wasn't fucked up. It was childish until like that last. That last bit. It's, it's personal, bro. That's yeah, the last part. It's the last part. Like, 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 I mean, because it, it started off like a warning. You listen to it, it was like. Uh, that shit just crashed and went up to a five. It's about a three or a four in that range. I'd say 3.5. Somewhere like this. It's a boy, you give it a four? I give it a four. I give it a four. All right. The next one is Lil Wayne to Jay-Z. Oh, shit. This back ass shit right here. Talking about baby money. I got your baby money. Kidnap your bitch. Get that how much you love your lady money. 
<laughs> Nobody said he was gonna kidnap Beyonce. <laughs> you know, you damn way you were gonna kidnap Beyonce in the first place. That's a damn one. He ain't even a two, bro. I give it a one. I give it a zero. Actually. He said he gonna, gonna kidnap Beyonce. Beyonce. Talking about. Got your baby. Get the fuck off. Oh shit. Okay, so this is Jay Z. Oh shit. I think it's Jay Z technology. I know that. He said. Me mm. and AI got more in common than just balling and rhyming. Get it? More in common. I came in your Bentley backseat. In your Jeep. Left a condom on your baby seat. That's a 10. Ah. He fucked. He said he fucked Nas' baby oh. mama and then left a condom on the baby oh. seat. That's a damn 10. Man, coach, that's a 5. That's some, that's some disrespectful shit. Yeah. That's a 5. Yeah, yeah, Dylan, yeah, come yeah, on, Dylan. I got to come on. your girl and they put the condom in the baby seat. Your baby mama, bro. That's your baby <laughs> that's mama, G. <laughs> in the baby seat. That's your baby mama. In the baby seat, fam. No, in your that's baby seat. That's the most flavoring part. Man, he left it in the baby seat. He can't fuck nobody in the baby seat. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> Okay, bitch, bunch, right? Oh, it flames already. And that's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, here the next one. This is Troy Ave, the Capital Steez. Capital Steez is a rapper that committed suicide by jumping off a um, building. Steez. All right. Don't get suicidal in hell like y'all three. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. 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 Oh, don't get suicidal in hell like your friend. Here's a casket. Steve's burning in hell. My burner's in my belt. I'm really killing shit. You niggas killing yourself. This nigga trying to fly. He think he a superhero. Splat man. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> that is a fucking... Hey, that's a 10, coach. It kind of... Cause it, 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 it went down, though. It, 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 like, it, it, like, you went down. I give it a photo. That nigga said, you trying to fly. You think you a superhero. Splat, man. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> suicide not funny. It's bad. It's really bad. But it's just how disrespectful <laughs> Tor Ave was. I mean, that's a five. <laughs> bro, that's a five, bro. That's a five. <laughs> Splat man is photo. Splat man. 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 This is from Ja Rule to Eminem. Eminem too? Yes. No, Ja Rule said, he said that, he said that 50, Eminem, and all them niggas jumped him in the beef. Basically, all them niggas were dissing him. He was fighting about five niggas by himself. So he had this all going by himself. Okay, M, you claim your mother's a crackhead and Kim is a known slut. So what's your daughter gonna be when she grows up? Yeah, that's 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 a good right That's a good. That's a, I give it a two point five. Three. That's for Ja Rule. Three. Look at Ja Rule. What the fuck is Ja Rule in this situation? <laughs> I give it about two point five. Two point five. Yeah. I said, what'd you say, Dylan? I give it about four, man. Give it a three. You remember Mariah Carey just on Eminem too? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, you ever seen that music video? No. Basically, she said, "I'm obsessed." Basically, yeah. Why are you so obsessed with me? You remember that song?
in the video, it's a white man wearing a hoodie, following her around. You know, that's, that's you know, it's Eminem's signature move. Semi <laughs> 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 <Sydney> stalkers move. <laughs> Creep. Creepy ass white man in a hoodie. <laughs> and then, like, basically, <laughs> <laughs> we need to not come for Javon today, bro. Yeah, he's wild when the edible's kicking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and this is the last one I got. This is from Cameron. Um, who did he say this to? This is t- this is to Nas. Cameron, this Nas too. Right, yeah, that one. Take your daughter, R. Kelly. Have my way with her face. Yeah, that's a good three. Yeah, that's a good three. That's man, good. that's a five. Nigga said he told a man, "I'm a R. Kelly. I'm gonna have my way with her face." She was a little girl. That, like she was a little girl. Like, like she was a like, teenager. That's like that's that's fucked up. They make you think about it. Yeah. Like kids, it make you feel a certain way about. Yes. It's like, like, it just didn't come. It didn't hit me. Like with yeah, with like, yeah, yeah. still. I, I feel you. The line is the line didn't hit you, but it was fucked up. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a fucked up. It's fucked up. But the line, the line. did not stick yeah, at I all. Mean, cause like so, like you gotta have like I feel like you gotta have a common thing. You gotta feel like I gotta feel like you have a daughter or something. To understand how he would feel about something. Man, like that. I'm, I'm pretty sure Cameron ass got a daughter somewhere. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, but for somebody else to feel it. Shout to Dipset. Shout to Cameron. <laughs> Dipset. Uh, Dipset. But that's anybody. Any more thoughts on the beef? Are we good here? Oh yeah. Oh. I'm about to say like the people call Pusha T disrespectful, and I really think it was. That's kind of what I like in rap beef. That was just like to show that that yeah. was that is not the worst thing that they ever said. I mean, they, we didn't even go that far. Like you know, Tupac saying, "I like, fucked uh, your bitch, yeah. you fat motherfucker." No, like yeah. you got sick of sex. Anyone even got sick of cell or something? Yeah, he said, <laughs> "Wild." Yeah. He told Prodigy, "You got sick of cell. You gonna have a seizure and a heart attack if you try to diss me." That nigga Tupac was wild. Young Dolph. God, <laughs> Young Dolph, the um, guy that come. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, rap beat. That's this. This. That's. Yeah, it's it's. It's all fair. All it's fair. All, all fair. It's love all fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to dis, if you don't want to uh, be in that ring, don't step in that ring. Okay, so Kanye West, after all his MAGA tweets, <laughs> after, after hugging all those white men in red hats, after turning up for Trump, he has finally released his newest album, seven songs, completely produced by him, titled "Yay." Make America Great Again. <laughs> What are y'all thoughts on the album, fam? Initial thoughts. How do you feel? Honest, um, honestly, like Kanye has not been the same Kanye in so long. So this is to me, this is not this is nothing new, but it's nothing like the old Kanye. Nothing I mean, at all. I don't know. Be honest with you, as far as like the sound go with the soul sample. The soul samples, it's not just like it, Kanye, but that, the rapping that, is nothing like the old Kanye. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Like it's this. It's, it's a lot like the old Kanye and the sound, and I think that's what kind of I think that's what people gonna love. Like listen yeah. to it. That's what they talking about now. But that, yeah, Twitter there's too. so many mixed emotions, I mean, emotions about it on Twitter because like it's people saying, okay, we like it. This the old, old Kanye old samples Kanye and shit, but it's not. But the then old. you got people say, y'all it, ain't listen to this shit because this shit is trash. Listen to him. Yeah. is what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, listen listen to him. See, I know like we was debating with Cord. He was saying that. Kanye West is kind of like a um, NBA player who relied on his athleticism early in his career, kind of like a Vince Carter. So all he did, yo, Dwayne Wade. So all he did was like you know slam dunk. That's his lyricism. But now he changed the game up now. Yeah, he's changed his game up. He's getting old. He can't be as lyrical as he was before. But he can't still produce his ass. But yeah, he he still produces his ass off. That that production is great, Dylan. You gotta listen to it. 
or maybe without his words in it. But <laughs> <laughs> Kanye's but see the thing is the point I was trying to make is like Vince Carter recreated himself and became a three point shooter. Kanye is now focusing more on melodies, sounds, cadences, and um vocals. And so it sounds good when he's singing and stuff along with it, but he's saying a he, whole bunch, bunch of, of bullshit. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. M- m- mostly bullshit. He just Ram- rambling. He, rambling basically. he said, I can Talk have a name with Campbell, but then I would still want a Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Daniels. Stormy yeah. Daniels. Yeah, he said Stormy Daniels. I know Stormy Daniels, right? Yeah. Okay, making sure I ain't want I ain't want to be the Y'all made y'all made me feel a little bad. Javon just, just had a thought. He, he just reminisced about something. He he, know. I'm gonna say, <laughs> if you had a chance to get Stormy Daniels, would you? I don't know, Coach. You don't know? Yeah, I don't know. Would you deal him? Yeah, dog. As long as you're being honest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel I feel like I understand what Cole is coming from that point. That's that's a very good point about recreating yourself as you get older because you can't do what you used to do, especially since. I feel like a lot of stuff Kanye did in the past was written by other people. It's becoming increasingly obvious, obvious by yeah. the stuff he's doing now. Because his, his rap bars are cringy. Because like Ryan Fest, now. yeah, because Ryan Fest isn't writing for him anymore. The best Sci-hi rap, not writing for him, I don't think Sahai is. The best rapping I heard on the Life of Pablo came from No Party in LA, which I think Kendrick wrote his verse. And you think Kendrick wrote the whole damn verse? I think he did. Because I'm gonna tell you what, the That's way he has verse too. I know it is. I, and then thirty hours, we Drake, know Drake. Drake we know Drake wrote it. I know, and like I remember all day, Kendrick wrote that verse too. That's and like that was a simple ass verse. Now see, what I'm saying, so I'm starting to think that a lot of the times it might have been somebody else yeah. crafting those words for Kanye. And so now I understand why he would try to be more yeah, vocal, so, you know, so, use the vocals yeah. and stuff. And so I think it sounded good, but at the same time. The thing that p- made people love Kanye was his lyrics. Mm-hmm. Well, now so, we don't know who them lyrics are his tonight. No, nah, we don't. So, who the hell is writing my beautiful Dr. Twisted Fantasy then? Saha. Saha, Malik Youssef, all of them was in the um, studio with. Um, Shit. Ryan Fest was in the studio still. Ryan Fest didn't stop, didn't stop writing <laughs> for um, Kanye until Yeezus. And you see how different Yeezus sounds in yeah. terms of lyrics. Yeah. After Ryan <laughs> Fest left, the lyrics, he stopped focusing on the lyrics. How do I feel about Yeezus? Do you like Yeezus? You ain't really listen to it. I ain't listen to it, it yet. I, it's, 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 it's good, but it's not just... I don't know how... I, I have mixed feelings about it. I feel honestly. like Yeezus is better than this album. Yeah. yeah. I, I love Yeezus. Right, me too. I thought Yeezus was dope. With the distorted sounds and all yes, stuff. Try, to, the Daft Punk. Yeah. Distorted, um... You know, I ain't gonna say and rock, but um, it's almost it almost it almost is punk. Like, yeah, it's punk, just like, yeah, yeah. What would we call Death Punk's genre? Somebody called it. Somebody called this album a grown version of XX Tatashion. Yes, <laughs> somebody said it's a grown version of XX Tatashion's music. Uh, I, uh, uh, now that y'all say something about XX, him, <laughs> what do y'all think about him calling out? Uh, calling out, bang! I can't even think his name now. Uh, Who's that? Talking to yeah, like he just did. I'm saying exercise. You don't call out a lot of people, people. So you gotta be, you gotta yeah, be specific. He called Migos. He called out Drake. That's a long ago. Who he called him now? Uh, Triple Red, probably. I'm gonna let you just keep looking for yeah, that Dylan in the meantime. Yeah. But back to the album. Yeah, I felt like this album was like the life of Pablo, except it was a lot more focused because it was just seven songs. Yeah. What well, life Pablo was just like everywhere. Yeah. This this sound like a more focus effort and I feel like it was like a, a mixture of Yeezus and like Pablo mixed together I think it's a solid I think it's a solid album Kanye but I'm not used to getting a solid album for Kanye 
I'm used to them being amazing. So it's kind of sad to see him this way, but at the same time, he happy, I guess. He bipolar. He happy sometimes. <laughs> he, he, bipolar. Bipolar. he a superhero. That's a superhero. <laughs> That's a superhero. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga think he Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> mid. Big mid. Let me see. Big mid. Oh, okay. Not- XX, he just called out Chief Keith. Wait, why did you call Chief Keith? Was it Takashi? No. Nah. Oh, was it? X called, X called him out? No, six and nine, yeah. Oh, Takashi right. called, called, called him out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Apparently, Takashi running in L.A. now, and Chief Keith went to New York, and he didn't well, know, see, so. according to Cord, Takashi was never in New York. He was in L.A. He was, and he was baiting Chief Keith to go to New York for some odd reason. I don't know why. Supposedly. Allegedly. That would sound like he duck action to me. The funniest part of the video is, as soon as... As soon as he said, so, fuck Chiki, the girl ran off. Yeah, 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 she grabbed her dog. Right. So she knew, she she knew what time it was. was. <laughs> them glow boys don't play. She know what time it was. Let me get the fuck up on that. But like, like, but then Chiki said he was he didn't he would, didn't even stay in Chicago no more. He stayed in Atlanta to get away from. Him. No, see, he start he been living out in Cali. Oh, he all the time. He don't even, he don't be in Chicago. Yeah, because you know he, he gonna end up dead if he stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> but so then, right. but he was, he was ready to scrap with Tatis and I apparently. But you know people gonna say Takashi just. Takashi just running his mouth, I feel like, until he get clapped eventually. But hey, that's true. It's, uh, it's a social media age. Ain't nobody gonna run up on him in broad daylight like well, that. Well, obviously, Chief Keith was gonna try to, but you know, Takashi Takashi to the nigga to the other side of the coast, other uh, country, country to the other coast. Uh, I'm gonna ask y'all this: What y'all, do y'all, either one of y'all have a favorite Kanye album? Yeah, I, I personally like um. Of course, with my beautiful dog, Twisted Fantasy. But I like Yeezus as well, though. And Graduation. What about you, Javon? My beautiful dog, Twisted Fantasy, was was my best. Like, I, I think my favorite had to have been... Um, was Devil's Dear. It was Graduation. Because that's really when I started, like... Started listening to music. Yeah, really first started, like, listening to rap. And, like, basically all stronger, can't tell me nothing, flashing yeah. lights, the good life. Like, yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, you know, rap is a great-ass genre. That's what it made me a rap fan, Kanye mm-hmm. West. So shout out to Kanye. Keep making great music. Or at least Tim Or at least Tim Tim. Stop rambling. <laughs> keep, nah, keep, keep producing though, because we need that. We, we need that. We that need Nas that. album, that Nas album, Dylan, that shit going to be fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Graduation got to be my favorite too, because that's back when I started listening to like, hey, that's back when J. Cole. Like, yeah, yeah, that was that's that's when everything was and, just setting in. Can't take none of one of the greatest songs of all time, I feel like. Can't take me now. Facts. With the Jeezy. Goatee ad lib. That's that's back when, man. You we was in like. T.I. was still pulling out yeah. bangles. It was like 6th grade, 7th grade. Yeah, it was like, yeah. That yeah. one was filming on Obama came president, too. Yeah, 08. 08. Everybody Ludo. just was throwing yeah. out hits then. Ludo was coming out with. Music was just real lit back in the day. Wayne was still doing what he doing. Now he's now. I feel like Wayne just that, Wayne just gave up. Yeah, Carter three, Carter three, Carter three. So that yeah, that's, that's like 06, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. Like, that's that's back, man. That was yeah. right around our time. Cause I remember, damn, they remember that whole album just in class. Everybody quoting verses and everybody picking everybody up. Everybody knew word for word. A word for word. That oh, what is it? It ain't Mr. Carter, but Doctor Carter. Doc, no, no, it's Mr. Carter. It's the it's like the second one on the album because I am. Yeah. Like, what he's saying, Seasons hating on him. Oh, oh, oh man, oh. Mr. Carter. No, that is Mr. Yeah. Carter. It's Mr. Carter. Yeah. That song was fine. What, Jay-Z yeah. <laughs> Jay- yeah. on there? Damn. Yeah, man, I'm good. But let's, let's, go ahead, let's go ahead and move into basketball. Uh, 
The Houston Rockets were recently eliminated by the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, that hurt. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt, it hurt a lot. I, I really, I really wanted Chris Paul, my boy, to get them out of here. Yeah. And so we could, and so that he could finally be in the, in the uh, finals and compete for. Um, if they he, were, if he won the injury, I feel like they would have still they would have won anyway. I mean, that's I fair to say. Like that's fair to say. But I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna ask y'all this. Chris Paul is gonna be like 32, 33 next year. He keeps having all these injuries. If you're the Rockets, do you give him a max contract? Do you go in all in on Chris Paul to keep him there? Or do you try your damn hardest to convince him to take a pay cut? And do you think he would take a pay cut if they asked him to? If, if it meant LeBron. If I think, I figured he all, he, he's already coming for LeBron, ain't he? Yeah. He's, they said that. I, think, I feel like he would take a play, pay cut. But that's, I mean, you got LA and Philly competing for LeBron also. So, I mean. I don't know. I, I would say, Philly, I, I think he would a, take a pay Philly's not going to be a good spot for LeBron. I don't care what nobody's saying. I think it'd be a great spot. Yeah, because that, that that's more talent. Got, if they're younger, got, but they. But they have more talent. Like they, those all guys you, are way more talented than them niggas he pooping with yeah, right I mean, now. Yeah, all, and we see what happened last night in the game. Right. <laughs> but still, all he needs to like, keep because JJ Redick, besides Kyle Korver, and Kyle Korver is consistent as JJ Redick. I feel like nah, they, they, I feel like they tick for tag. But yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like they, they JJ Redick younger than Kyle Korver. They they interchangeable. Yeah, I mean Kyle Korver got the height. He can actually play defense. So I yeah, that, that's a, that's an upside. But then with um being Simmons being the point guard point forward, I mean, what what LeBron gonna do then? I mean, just sit back and play ISO ball. He gonna play. He gonna be a small forward. He would be. He would do the same thing as Kyrie would do. When he had Kyrie, he would play off ball, and when he felt like he had to step up. Yeah, it's kind of like when he played with Dwayne Wade, a guard who couldn't shoot. He they gonna just have to learn how to coexist and then mold. And you know, a lot of backdoor cuts, a lot of. And you know now LeBron's a way better shooter than he was when he was in Miami. When he was in Miami, he couldn't shoot a lick. He was streaky, yeah. I remember the I remember the Spurs going underneath screens, daring him to shoot shoot a three, kind of like Ben Simmons. Yeah. Shoot a three, you coward. Shot, <laughs> shot at Ben Simmons. Shoot a three, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, LeBron is his shot is way better than Rondo than it was in Miami. All right, I'm gonna ask y'all this: Is James Harden still a choker? Yes. Yes and no. No doubt. Yes and no. No, no doubt. But you, okay, what you what do you mean by yes and no, Tabor? Yes, he is a choker because. He doesn't show up in, in the final of in the, key, in, the, the key, in the key moments. In the key moments of he the game. He shows up in the first half or so, but so, in the last moment, he's not I a mean, I said yes and no. I mean, that's a choker though. When when I need <laughs> you, I mean but, but he shows up, he gives you the points in the beginning. He gave him he gave him forty one points in the first game. You know, a choker is usually defined by the people who don't show up in the fourth quarter. That makes you a choker. Yeah. Granted, mm. I feel like a lot of James Harden problems came from fatigue. And the fact that you know you, you, he, he, was trying, he was trying to take over. He he was trying to take but the over. man. The man had forty one points in the first game. He trained, and but he's just his turnovers. His turnover ratio was horrible. Like if you look at what how he plays with just the like just dribbling between his legs, it's pounding the ball. He does that every single, single tonight. Eighty two games. He did it because I don't think he, he missed maybe like a couple of weeks. He played he played for almost eighty two games doing that same style of I get the ball, I'm gonna come down the court. I'm gonna drip between my legs, and I'm on. I gotta create everything, kind of like LeBron. Yeah. Basically, how LeBron has to initiate everything, James Harden has to do everything for his team to go. Right. And that's tiring. And if you're not, and you know, LeBron James, we think we, we LeBron John James makes us think that playing 48 minutes, 82 games is easy, and anybody yeah. can do it. But I think we take that for. I think we take LeBron for granted and forget how amazing and how durable his body is because he never got injured. 
and we tried to apply them same standards to every other player. I really think James Harden got burnt out. Now, is that an excuse? Kinda, but it's not a legit excuse. I think it was the same way with CP, because I mean, CP wasn't really pushing his no. stuff that hard. Chris, yeah, Chris Paul wasn't playing that well either. He was, you know, slowly dropping off as well. Which you can credit the uh, Warriors' defense too, because they played some great ass defense. But at the same time, it was a lot of things they did it was like unforced, unforced turnovers and just mm-hmm. being lazy and kind of walking. Yeah, and one thing about James Harden, he tries to he tries to reach for fouls every time though. Like see, come down the court. But that's him actually and, trying to play defense he, though. I'm talking, no, I'm talking about him playing like when he on offense. He, oh, yeah. he, but see, the thing is, fouls, like, at the beginning of the series, he actually, the at the beginning of the series, he actually wasn't doing that. Like I, I wasn't really just seeing James Harden like hooking people like he always does and like letting them escort him to the goal. He was mostly just playing, I guess you could say, is what people want him to do. It went until like the third quarter of game six when he was by himself. He was trying to draw contact, and he was getting the contact, mm-hmm. but he wasn't getting the foul. And so I think James Harden performed about as well as he anybody possibly could against, by them, Golden, State. against Golden State as the number one option who does all the creating. Well, number one and number two. Right? Yeah. He was, I, I think he did about as well as anybody could. So shout out to James Harden. Hopefully, I get. Fear the beard. He'll be back next year. He'll be back. Oh no, we're gonna see. There's a lot. There's a lot of variables going into next season because Clint Capella is gonna be gone. They're not gonna pay him. Well, they need to pay that man. The Suns might offer him a max contract. Uh, And if the Suns offer him a max contract, if you take that, if you match it to keep him, you can't pay the other players. Then you can't really pay LeBron and Chris Paul. See what I'm saying? So we're gonna see. We're gonna see. So I'm gonna ask y'all this. Uh, we're gonna do something called over and under. I'm gonna give a percentage chance of something happening, or like a number. And I want y'all to give me. Y'all wanna say y'all wanna take the over or y'all wanna take the under? So let me see. LeBron James becomes a rocket. I'm gonna say a 70 percent chance of that happening. Over or under? Under. Under. I say about an under too. Gotcha. I say about 40 percent. 40 percent. Would you would you say, Dylan? I say someone the same. Well, I say less than that because I feel like he got better options, like yeah, better it. talent elsewhere, younger talent that can, if I stay here, they can carry me in. But see, the thing is, LeBron James isn't that young himself. Yeah. So LeBron for 30. I mean, he's about 33, yeah, 34. So, I mean, he got, so, I say he got four or five. Yeah. So do you want to wait for a team to develop or do you want to go to a team that's already developed, that's like in we can win right now mode because the Rockets just took – Gonna stake to seven games, so technically that should, that should be a team. Right now, but they finna lose a team with Capella. Yeah, like, I mean, what, what what do you lose when you do pick up LeBron? Like, yeah, oh. you lose Capella, you lose Eric Gordon, most likely. Yeah, and so like, what they what lose. can I get? What do I get if I try to get a big man that's in the, in the league right now, or do I take him take one from the draft? Like, I mean, cousin, hey, cousin, finna be free agent. Yeah, but you know, ain't gonna sign him too. Yeah, you know, yeah, so but, I mean, and he gonna, I feel like he gonna stay. But yeah. I mean, check it out. You lose Eric Gordon, Clint Capella, you add LeBron James. LeBron James' talent is way, is, is much, way much greater than you know, yeah. two players. So if you lose them and you still got James Harden, you got Chris Paul, that's much better than what you've been combating the Golden State Warriors with. And that's much better than what you got to fight the Golden State Warriors in the West. Yeah. To probably not. I feel like if you do do that, like, what does. Okay, say then LeBron James because becomes an off-ball person, and when he is the point guard, would a CP become a, a corner shooter? shooter. Like a corner shooter. I mean, you can't be a spot-up shooter. I mean, that's technically, that's technically what they've been doing this year with James Harden and Chris Paul taking chance, turns. 
when one of them don't have the ball, the other one just out <coughs> of shooter. And then kick it out of Chris Paul, he gets the ball. If he got a shot, he takes it. If he don't, he becomes the ISO player, and he just does it. And that's basically what all three do. You just have all three out there, and they'll just take turns ISOing. And when it's not their turn, they'll spot up shooter. When they get it, they ain't got a shot. They start the ISO. And they totally got to fix the damn offense. Yeah. Too. He, he might have to create. He might have to be a little bit more creative than that if he ends up getting LeBron. If I'm going to ask y'all this, what's the over and under on the Rockets plus um, Bron beat Golden State Warriors? If, the, if LeBron does go to the Rockets, what's the, I'm going to give y'all a disperse. There is a 40% chance that the Rockets beat Golden State if they get LeBron. No, I'm going to say this. It's a... 70, I'm going to say 70% chance again. There's a 70% chance that LeBron beats the Warriors if he goes to the Rockets. Over and under. Oh. You say? Okay, definitely over. I say it's like an 85 90% chance. Okay. What about I, you? I, I say under. I, just because LeBron and it's in the West, I get about a 50 then, though. 50 then? Mm-hmm. Just, just because of the West. Just or, because of the West. Because... Because they're going to stay there, maybe another team. Another team. Because the West is very combative. And then you might have to go seven games with, like, OKC or seven games with um, Utah. And you never know what Kawhi might do. He might come no, back to, yeah, the, to, to the Spurs and Kawhi. re-energize them. And you had to play against Kawhi in the first round. You know you know Kawhi. Kawhi LeBron, yeah, you know, he did in the 2014 finals. Yeah, the bane of his existence. <laughs> All right, so last night was, the, was game one of the NBA Finals. The Warriors versus the Cavs, part four. And it was a close game. I expected to be close. I thought it was going to be a blowout. I thought the Cavs were going to be completely demolished. But it was a close game. All the way down to the wire, they looked like they could win the game until... Should have won the game. <laughs> Should have won the game. George Hill missed a game... He made a game-time free throw... Missed a free throw, they could put them up one. Then JR. And then JR Earl, Earl Smith got the rebound. <laughs> ran, ran off on the plugs twice. <laughs> and, and didn't call a timeout, didn't take a shot, and let the time expire. Like, what are you thinking? He didn't this do anything. Because <laughs> he thought the time, he thought there was still time on the. No, no, he thought they were up. Oh, yeah. And that's why he let time run out on the clock. That has to be one of the most boneheaded plays. That man is a 15-year... How, how many years has he been in the league? He's now, a, he he, he got to be at least a 15-year vet. 14, he, 13. A, 13 to 16-year vet in the league. Veteran is still playing like a fucking rookie. <laughs> but the thing is, this is not the this is not this is nothing new to J.R. Smith. And I want to ask y'all, what is the most bonehead thing he's done? So this I'm gonna, we're going to do rank them up. There is the untying shoe incident. Where J.R. Smith was at the free throw line, he kept untying players' shoes at the free throw line. Was he on the Knicks or something? I think it's, he was on the Knicks still. Knicks. He was on the Knicks, and every time he went to the free throw line, he'll bend over, like he'll tie the shoe, and then he'll untie another player's shoe. And while they're shooting, while the other people are shooting the free throw, and then everyone out of court, and they're like, I'm tying my shoe because J.R. Smith untied it. There it is. Walking out of the. There was the time oh, where... Oh, yeah, he was shaking hands outside. Yeah, it was the time he was in the game. <laughs> in the game. Someone on the bench said, what's up, JR? So he walked up the court to shake his hand, and then his man scored. Jason Terry scored. Yep. <laughs> then there was the time he threw soup at the assistant coach at practice. Rank those three from the most outrageous to, <laughs> to the not so outrageous. Most outrageous is him going to shake over his hand. Shake the hand. Like, and then... In game. Then the soup. 
yeah, throwing soup on somebody, man. Cause down shoes, I mean, you can you can kind of do that, and that's don't nobody bro. notice. That's just key, bro. You know, it's definitely on the the second I said, letting on Jason Terry shake score, and then the soup, and then the. But see, I think the soup right. the most disrespectful thing found. It's a to, throw, to throw a bo- to throw a bowl of soup, <laughs> I throw a whole Was bowl of soup in a nigga. Was it ramen or tomato soup? It don't really matter. <laughs> I don't really think it matters what kind of soup it is. You throw a whole bowl of soup at somebody, my nigga, at, at basketball practice in a gym. That's the last thing. If you a coach, that's the last thing you expect to happen to you when you go to your job. <laughs> have a bowl of soup thrown at your ass. <laughs> but you know, anything is possible. Anything. Anything, anything is possible <laughs> when J.R. Smith is in the building. But now we're at the spotlight track of the week. And I think I'm going to play some old Kanye. I'm gonna play Get Em High by Kanye West, Tahlequah Lee, and Common. I'm trying to catch the beat. I'm trying to catch the beat. I'm trying to catch the beat. Throw your motherfucking hands. Get em high. All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man. Get em high. Now I ain't never tell you to put down your hands. Keep em high. And if you're losing your hide and smoke again, keep them high. Nah, 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 nah. My flow is in the pocket like Wallace. I got the bounce like hydraulics. I can't call it. I got the swirl like alcohol. Late my freshman year, I was going through hella problems till I bit up the nerd to drop my ass up out of college. My teacher said I was a loser. I told her, why don't you kill me? I give a fuck if you feel me. I'm gonna follow my heart. And if you follow the charts or the plaques or the stacks, you ain't gotta guess who's back. You see, I'm so shy that you thought I was bashful. But this bastard's flow will bash your skull. And I will cut your girl like past the troll. And I don't usually smoke but past the troll. And I won't give you that money that you asking for. Why you think me and Dame cool? We assholes. That's why we hear your music getting fast forward. Cause we don't wanna hear that weak shit no more. Throw your motherfucking hands. Get them high. All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man. Get them high. Now I ain't never tell you to put down your hands. Keep them high. And if you're losing your hide and smoke again. Keep them high. Nah, 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 who the hell is this? Emailing me at 1126, telling me that she 3626. Plus double D, you nine girls on Black Planet B when they get bubbly at NYU, but she hailed from Kansas. Right now she just lamping, chilling on campus. Sent me a picture with a feeling on Candace. Who said her favorite rapper was the late great Francis? W-H-I-T, it's getting late, mommy. Your screen save us a tweet, so you got to call me and bring a friend for my friend, his name Quali. You mean Talib, lyrics stick to your rib, I, I mean. mean. That's my favorite CD that I play in my crib, I, I mean. mean. You don't really know him, why is you lying? Your quiet, she don't believe me, please pick up the line. She gon' think that I'm lying, just spit a couple of lines. Then maybe I'll be able to give a dick all the time and get a high. Who would y'all say is the most recognizable rapper of all time? Or maybe even like entertainer. It was like, well, I'm going to say rapper. As in, if you feel like no matter where they go, People will pick them out of a crowd because of how. Are we, are we talking alive or dead? I mean, that's the. We're going to talk. Let's, let's talk uh, both. Both? Okay. Well, I mean, if you're talking alive, it'd be. Uh, well, I mean, if you're talking dead, it'd be Tupac. I mean, Tupac alive. But I feel like Tupac the most recognizable. Uh, Tupac up there, Snoop up there. Uh, also, probably like 
Maybe Jay Z. I feel like. Yeah, Jay Z has a very distinct li- uh, look. <laughs> lips. Pause. Shout to Nas. Pause. But uh, I think I don't know anybody who looks like Jay Z other than Jay Z. I think it's hard. It'd be hard to not know who he is if you walked up on him. Pot. It's because of the um. Bald his head. Because of the shirts and stuff. The nose ring. Yeah, his face is um immortalized it everywhere. Snoop. Because Snoop's tall dreads. Yeah. He got the tight tallest hair, the glasses. Yeah. Blue, I, I, he probably look, wearing a lot of blue somewhere. <laughs> uh, I say Kanye. I yeah. And Kanye got a, re- a real distinct look, look to him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like Wayne's here. Wayne got Danny Brown. Hair. Danny Brown before he cut off his hair oh, yeah. and, and grew teeth. Tyler the Creator. Tyler Creator. You know, a Tyler oh, Creator is a six foot four nigga who wears colorful shit. Yeah, you right. wear donuts. But I feel, I feel like he. I feel like in some way he he like a theme of Andre. Yeah. Like I don't feel like it's like because I can say that in Andre old stuff he used to be real creative with his clothes and yeah. how he Young Thug very recognizable so, too. Yeah, Young Thug uh, is too. Yeah, be tall ass nigga wearing flannel shit. Do any of the colorful rappers like Yachty, um, the red ass dreads. Um, Tribute, not Tribute, yeah, Tribute Red, Vert, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, like, I know them niggas instantly if I saw their ass. Yeah. Damn, look at the way they dress. And, and two chains, too, because he tall as fuck, too. Just because I'm the I probably, I mean, I probably, yeah, most definitely. I probably think he's somebody old ass uncle, though. Y'all, y'all, be perfectly honest with you. Mm-hmm. Titty boy. Like, because I can't, like, just conjure two chains face. In my head, when I think of two chains, I just think of that nigga and I see shades on his face all the time. Yeah, right. I, I don't really know what he looks like without his shades. Or yeah, or his dress like hanging. Uh, like Little Wayne. Little Wayne very recognizable. Yeah. Short ass nigga with all them tattoos. And Rick stuff. Ross. Yeah, I'm gonna say Ross too. You got the beard, right? James Harden. James Harden rap game. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't really think of anybody else. I mean, cause I mean, I really can't picture Biggie. Cause if I try to pick a picture Biggie, yeah. I picture like the movie for version of Biggie. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm I don't think, think Biggie was that. Was yeah, no, I mean, he was, was, he was, like, he was a fat, dark skinned nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's easy for him And honestly, I might say that about Rick Ross too. Yeah. I feel like I've seen like a lot of people who look like Rick Ross, just like like a big nigga with like, with a big yeah with the shades because they mimicking Rick Ross. But like I don't think many people could like mimic like Kanye look. And as for yeah. Tyler Creator, I think he is weird looking. But I feel like he wore normal. Nah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, never mind. All right, who's a rapper you feel like even if you saw them, you wouldn't be able to tell who they were? Like, you wouldn't know who they were? Logic. <laughs> no, come on, man. That's a white no, male. Come on, like, that's a white man. Like, but he got glasses. Like, he got. He, I feel no, like he no. kind of. No, that was a guy in my dog class. It was a white dude. I, I shit you not. There was a white guy. There was a white guy with a low cut with them same circular glasses in my class this past semester. He looked just like Logic. And I wanted to tell him that, but I didn't know how you're going to be feel like by me saying he looked like a black man. <laughs> J. Cole, man. If I see a six five light skinned nigga with Bob Marley type dreads <laughs> with a dingy ass t shirt on, I'm assuming J. Cole. Because no like, other light skinned niggas take care of themselves. J. Cole's the only you one. You play ball, bro. That's, just, that's what, exactly what I'm asking. Even nigga ain't lucky who? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, wear the, he wear those. Um, J. Cole wear those, those sweatpants shorts yeah. and a plain t shirt. 
everywhere you go. Yeah, I feel like Kendrick Lamar regular ass nigga too. But he, yeah, he got the dreads and Conroe shit. We still regular. Yeah, he, he Eminem. Right. I know that um, Meryl yeah, said yeah. that he feel like he's one of the most famous rappers, and he is. Yeah. But at the same time, if Eminem would walk down the street with a hoodie on, I would not know. I would not know who he is. <laughs> I mean. I'll be honest with you, if I saw a white guy walking down the street with a buzz cut and maybe some blondish hair, I would think to myself, he looks like Eminem, but I wouldn't be able to say 100% fact, that is Eminem. Because, like the, um, the Slim Shady video. But I'm going to like him. Yeah, could the real Slim Shady please stand up? It was like, they cut like 30 dude, white dudes heads and all of them look like Eminem. Like, instantly. They cut their hair off, they instantly look like Eminem. So, that might be racist, but I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me, um, Shout out to Progression. Who else is it? Very unrecognizable person. Well, uh, well, Nas too. Nas got the regular. Yeah, yeah Nas. Nas, Nas is a regular. One person. Fade. Yeah, one person that I kind of thought about that kind of stood out. Ace Hood, long ass dress. Yeah, I, built yes. ass nigga. Like I'm, a, I'm a recognize he, him. He like a he like a typical hood nigga. Yeah, who go to the gym in the free time. Yeah, but you ain't got too many. <laughs> Hot bitch versus baby them. mama. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ace Hood looks like to me. Um, I'm about to say, far as far as rap people who look like. People I would be able to recognize immediately. I think I'm gonna say Fat Joe. Yeah. Cause yeah, Fat Joe looks like Modern Boo. Is he, to is, me. He, is he Fat Joe anymore? I think he's just Joe now. Just oh, Fat Joe ain't fat no more? He ain't that fat no more. He, he ain't that he fat like, no more. He like, like Rick Ross level fat now. So not that Fat Joe. Not that Fat Joe. Oh, <laughs> he's he Slim Joe now. He ain't Modern Boo no more. <laughs> he ain't Modern Boo. He, he, he likes he he like, like Super Boo now. He, yeah, he more like Super Boo. I mean, but if, if you say Fat Joe, I, I mean, I don't consider him that DJ Khaled type. DJ Khaled, you know, if I, I would know DJ Khaled instantly if I saw his ass. I feel like, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know anybody that look like DJ Khaled. I ain't seen too many who look similar yeah, to DJ Khaled either. I don't either. know anybody who move like DJ Khaled. Man, can we stop and talk about how this nigga don't eat? Nah, we're not going to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about that. Ladies. We're going to go on to the next topic. Uh, the 76ers own, no, the not 76ers owner, the 76ers GM, Brian Colangelo, was recently exposed burner accounts. for having a burner account. A burner account, basically, in case you don't know, you look kind of crazy. A burner, <laughs> a burner account is basically when you make a fake Twitter account with a fake Abby and you pretend to be somebody else. So you can be you can be you can wild out. Kevin Durant last year made a burner account and he was talking bad about his old teammates. Oh, he, 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 said, he, he said, I can't he said you can't win with them cats. He was talking shit. And so basically, a guy within the basketball organization who selects and hires basketball players and signs them made a burner account and he was bashing the players that was on the team. He was bashing the former GM who used to work there saying he was trash. I want to say bashing the owner. And he had a bunch of weird exchanges on Twitter. Like there was like one account that he controlled. It was showing him telling uh he'll tell a, a young man, like, hey man, you real handsome. I wish <laughs> I wish my daughter had you. He's like, oh yeah, man, I got a wife though. Yeah, man. I wish she really had you though. Like <laughs> what? it was some weird shit. And it was like one, it was it was like one account was like at Joel and B was saying like, yeah, my nigga, you real cute. And stuff like I want to be, I want to be your Valentine. <laughs> Who did it better, Brian Colangelo or Kevin Durant? Brian Colangelo all day. Man, Kevin Durant burner accounts, but you see the damn memes, you know what I'm saying? That shit funny as hell, man. <laughs> you see the memes, the aftermath of Kevin Durant shit 
it's, it's a lot funnier. Yeah, but but like, it's wilder that Brian Colangelo right. talking shit about the players, talking shit about Sam Hinkie, talking shit about the entire organization, and while hitting on young men and saying, I wish you could have sex with my daughter. Like, that's, that's Whoa, man. <laughs> Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> Shout out to the process. Shout out to Sam Hinkie. It's completely right. Shout out to Twitter. They made all this possible. Yeah. Shout out to Uncle Sharp, man. Keep it real. You know. Uncle Sharp. <laughs> the hen dog. Hen dog? <laughs> I'm talking about the hen dog. <laughs> I'm going to say this. If you were a free agent and you wanted to sign with the Philadelphia 76ers, would this discourage you from wanting to sign with the Philadelphia 76ers if you knew he was still there? I think he actually getting fired. I think he actually has been fired. If he's getting fired, I still wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a problem going there. Yeah, but let's, let's say, say he's still there. Let's say he was still there. Would you would you still want to go there? Like, let's say you made up your mind, like, when the offseason come, I'm going to play for the 76ers. And he find out that Brian Colangelo was dissing the players on a burner account. You going to still go if he's still going to be there? Or is that not a big deal to you? I mean, it just depends on how you feel about that situation, really. Because, I mean, if you could... Feel confident in yourself, and you're gonna laugh at it. I mean, it's the difference. You might think yeah. it's funny, you might. I I, like I, and it's kind of like, yo, it's like going, it's like working at Walmart. Yeah, and then you go, you go, you know how like they be like anonymous boxes, like put like put pieces of paper in there mm-hmm. until tell us with your employees to do it wrong. Like you go look in the boxes, like when that Jordan dude, the front cashier, smells bad. This <laughs> <laughs> nigga trash. He'll never do his work. He's like, I don't even nigga brush his teeth or some shit like that. And then you find out your boss was writing them letters. <laughs> yeah. Time to fight. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think it would be a problem for most most people anyway. I feel like yeah. I don't. I, I don't think I could. I, I, could I think I'd go. I'd go. I just hope that nigga got fired at some point because you know you make millions regardless. I'm not gonna. You ain't gonna ever see Brian Colangelo. If you most time NBA players don't be on Twitter anyway. But oh niggas and niggas had to get on Twitter to, talk, to slander. Well, they were slander Jr. They were just confused. Just like Jr. was, <laughs> you know, it's bad when Dirk and Wizzy got a tweet about it, man. Shout out, shout out to Jr. and the Henny, the Hen Dog, <laughs> Hen Dog, my mind and my. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the heat check. We'll be giving unpopular opinion, and we got OVO's own Tabor's here to deliver his hot take of the week. What you got, T Boz? <laughs> um, despite all the beef, all the allegations. Scorpion gonna be album of the year. How about that? Yes, yeah, that's, that's. I don't know about that. Dude. I don't oh, know about that. that. You talking about Scorpion Drake? Scorpion gonna be album oh, of the year. Oh man! Oh, you think? You think? I'm gonna say this. Have either of y'all? Have any one of y'all listened to I'm Upset? by Drake? No, no, I have. I have not. You know what? I'm gonna play it for you right now, Dylan. Yeah. I'm upset. 50,000 on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check. I'ma always take the money over sex. That's why they need me out the way, what you expect. Got a lot of blood and it's cold. They keep trying to get me for my soul. Thankful for the women that I know. Can't go 50 50 with no hope. Every month, I'm supposed to pay her bills and get her what she want. I still got like seven years of doing what I want. My dad still got child support from 1991. Out of town, people love to pop a lot of shit and come around. Word of Flocko Jody, he done seen us put it down. 
Niggas asking if I'm cool, I'm upset. Hundred thousand on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to Okay, so the boys. After after hearing this, man, I'm thinking, I'm you still thinking. Th you still think Scorpion album of the year? Hey, it's not gonna be an album, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be an album. Gotta be a mixtape. <laughs> no, that's just a Lucy. I hope. I, th I, I think hope it's gonna be an album, fam. Because it's, it's a Scorpion on the cover art. He had he had more life on Two Birds One Stone though. So he had Lucy. He had, he had what? Two Birds One Stone had more life on it. Like like it was. Yeah, he had more life cover art to it. He did have more life cover art on it. But the same. It was a Lucy. I, I feel like I hope. I think you hope. You gotta pray, <laughs> my nigga. That nigga. That's a Lucy. He should keep it to the dance. Yeah, I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset that she came out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dr. Susan in it. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your local rapper will do Javon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we got your fucking hoe. We fucking hoe. <laughs> Shout to Louisville. Don't shout to Louisville. I don't think nobody in the damn city listen to the podcast. All <laughs> <laughs> niggas don't support us. Motherfucker never loved us. It be your own niggas. Shout to Tay. <laughs> <laughs> Double entendre, don't ask me how. Don't ask me. Please don't. <laughs> but that's all we got for the podcast this week. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to come in next week and listen again.